Hello, I'm Nikki Patrick and welcome to It's Somewhere in the Bottom of My Handbag. Each episode I rummage for three top tips that you can store away, hence the handbag analogy, and pull them out when you need them. But I think it's probably worth putting these into use straight away. How much do you know about your gut health? When I was at school, we just learned that when you ate food, it was processed through your stomach. All the bits that you needed were taken away and then you got rid of the bits that you didn't. But it seems a lot more goes on in our gut than we give it credit for. The subject of gut health keeps popping up and the more I look into gut health, the more impressed I am with the gut. It is a serious piece of incredible kit. Studies have shown links between gut health and the immune system, your mood, yeah, who knew? mental health and general health and well-being. Now these are just a few of the benefits of good gut health. Your gut is like the engine room of your body. I'm so fired up by these, so I hope you enjoy them. I'm delighted to welcome Thalia Pellegrini onto the show today, the Knackered Moms Nutritionist. What a fantastic title, Thalia. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki, and thank you. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure. Now, how did you become a nutritionist? I had chronic fatigue syndrome in my late teens and early 20s, and the doctors kept telling me, my GP kept saying, you'll go out of it, you know, but I was struggling to hold down my job at the time. Um, and this was a long time ago. Nutritionists weren't um, that common then, but I, um, I found one near to where I lived. I went to see her. I worked with her for a couple of months and she transformed my health and I never forgot that. So that nutrition became something I was very interested in from that and it allowed me, I had all this energy after years of being ill and I pursued my dream, which was at the time to be a TV presenter. So I was a presenter for the BBC for about 10 years and then I was just drawn back to nutrition and I made the decision to retrain and I qualified in 2009. And you just wanted to give back what you'd received from when you were going through that very difficult time with the chronic fatigue. Yes, I mean, it's, it, it can be so powerful. And I think um, it's obviously an incredibly fulfilling job to transform people's health or to move them from a place where they think they're stuck and they can't see how they're going to feel better and take them from that place to feeling amazing. It's just the best job in the world. I've never looked back. Well, I mean, it is a huge gift to be able to give people because you're giving them their life back, really, aren't you? For some people, it, it can be. For some people, if it's something like chronic fatigue where you, you're debilitated by, by your condition, absolutely it can be but actually for some people it's as simple as resolving period problems or helping them supporting their fertility journey or you know it can be so many different ways of supporting people through nutritional therapy so it has many different ways of supporting people. Now we keep hearing about good gut health now it's a bit more than just having a a bit of a yogurt drink isn't it so you've got three great top tips for us today what's your first one? Well I wanted to give you a few numbers first if that's all right. I wanted to say that there are more bacteria in your gut than cells in your body. So you can fit a thousand bacteria on a single human cell and that 70% of your immune system is in your gut. So when we think about our gut health, that helps us to understand its power. So Everyone's heard the phrase gut microbiome. I think it's become quite a catchphrase in recent years. So what we know is that it's an ecosystem unique to each individual. So your gut microbiome won't look like your sister's or your brothers or your husband's or your best friend. So we talk broadly about good and bad bacteria, and that's simplifying it, but it it serves a purpose in terms of illustrating the two sides of our gut health. So we want there to be balance, and a healthy gut is one with a diverse microbiome. So the top tips I wanted to give you today are all about achieving that balance. 
So the first one is eat the rainbow. So this phrase has been coined to encourage us to eat a diverse range of plant foods. So by diverse, I mean different varieties and different colours of fruit, vegetables, herbs, spices, but also pulses, nuts and seeds. So the reason is that the greater the variety we eat, the broader the range of phytonutrients we'll consume. So the different microbes in our gut benefit from those different phytonutrients. So the more variety we eat, the more likely we are to encourage the growth of a range of good bacteria. So phytonutrients, if it's a phrase, you ha- a word you haven't heard, are plant chemicals um, that we know bestow benefits to our health. So you might know them as antioxidants, flavonoids, of which there are different types. Then there's polyphenols, which you find in olive oil, carotenoids, such as beta-carotene, which you get from carrots and apricots, reservatrol, which you get from purple grapes and pistachios. So the best approach, you don't need to overthink it, is just to look into your basket when you go shopping or if you shop online and see lots of colour. Red, green, purple, orange, yellow and white. And diversity can mean different types of the same fruit or vegetable. So if you love apples, instead of just buying your favourite Granny Smith, you might try a Cox. Um, If you buy onions and usually reach for the white onions, try buying some red onions and some shallots. So those count, those three different types of onions count as three different plant foods. Those two different apples count as two different plant foods because the colour of the skin is different, so they have different phytochemicals in them. You might try purple sprouting broccoli, which you'll see in the shots at the moment, as well as your normal broccoli. So it's all about upping that diversity of your plant foods so your gut can benefit. Oh, that's good because quite often, I mean, children quite often have quite a limited diet. But if they eat an apple and you can get them to eat three different types of apple, then you're ahead of the game, aren't you? Absolutely. I mean, to be honest, my trick with children, I've got two boys, is I do like to blend fruits into smoothies. And so I will always chuck in something like some spinach into a smoothie, which if you add pineapple, sort of takes the taste of the spinach away. So smoothies are a brilliant way of getting lots of different plant foods into our day because you can add two, three or four and not really notice, you know, in a small glass with breakfast, you, you won't really notice that. And it's a great way to start your count. So in terms of how many a day? The government say around five. Most people find seven is manageable. Um, I always inc- encourage my clients to get to around 10 fruits and vegetables a day. And um, I want to tell you about a project, actually, that was published a couple of years ago. It was called the American Gut Project. And it was a study on the human microbiome. And it collected over 15,000 fecal samples uh, from people in 45 countries and analysed the microbiome. And the researchers discovered that people who ate a more diverse plant-based diet had a more diverse gut microbiome. Now, the study found that those people who ate more than 30 different plant foods each week had more diverse microbiomes than those who consumed 10 or less. So the goal of five veggies a day and two pieces of fruit may seem overwhelming if that's not where you are at the moment, but I just encourage people to start with one extra piece of fruit or veg a day until that feels manageable and then increase from there. So two pieces of vegetables at lunch could be lettuce and tomato in your sandwich. Dinner could be a bag salad which has spinach, watercress and rocket in it. Well, that's three. And on top of that, you might add some red and yellow pepper and that's, that's five. That's five portions of vegetables with your dinner. So it's just about, I think, when you're shopping, just thinking about that diversity and reaching for things maybe you haven't tried before. So each week, just try a different fruit and veg that you've never tried before and go from there. Thank you. What's your second tip? The second tip is eat more fibre for a better mood. So that brings us back to feeding those good bacteria. And there's a few good reasons to do this. So you know the phrase, I've got butterflies in my tummy or I'm too nervous to eat. That can be because of the impact on our appetite and digestion when we're stressed or nervous. So that's messages from the brain to the gut. 
But what we also know is that communication between the gut and the brain is a two-way street. So the brain affects the gut and vice versa. So our gut is referred to as the second brain. It's the only organ to have its own independent nervous system consisting of an intricate network of 100 million neurons embedded in the gut wall. So the gut microbiome, remember, is that ecosystem of good and bad bacteria. So what we know with mental health is that balance in our gut is really important for mood. So we're seeing more and more research exploring the relationship between the diversity of people's diets and their mental health. So you might have heard of serotonin, which is a feel-good neurotransmitter. Most people think of it as being produced in their brain, but actually 80 to 90% of it is produced in the gut. And we know that fibre can increase the availability of neurotransmitters like serotonin. So there are many species of families of bacteria in the gut. One is called bifido and it loves to munch on fibre. And when you eat fibre, bifido produces something called butyrate. And butyrate can make its way to the brain and can improve mood. So you might be craving fibre because you've learned a Pavlovian response to that feel-good feeling. So we know that people in the UK don't eat enough fibre. The government recommends 30 grams a day for adults. And the average is something between 15 and 17. So fruit and vegetables are a great source of fibre, but also um, our nuts, our pulses are a brilliant source of fibre, as are oats or rye. So getting that a mix of fibre is really, really beneficial to our gut and to our mood. I know, it's a great thing, isn't it? Eat oats and you won't feel so depressed. <laughs> it's all about the variety. And actually 30 grams is more manageable than, again, when people feel that that's a huge amount of fibre. But, you know, even half a cup of chickpeas is 17 grams of fibre. A cup of baked beans is 14 grams of fibre. So, you know, if you had baked beans on toast for lunch and then you had an apple to follow, you're getting 20 grams of fibre. So it's about mixing up those whole foods and getting a balance. It's very doable. Thank you. And what's your third tip? My third tip is eat more prebiotic foods. So probiotics have become a bit of a buzzword in recent years, but prebiotics are really important too. So prebiotics feed the microbes that already live in your gut. They may also encourage beneficial bacteria to multiply. So a lot of people think about the importance of probiotics and biprobiotic supplements, but actually we can get food sources of prebiotics and that includes Jerusalem artichoke, leeks, onions, garlic, so things we use all the time anyway in our cooking. Asparagus is another good one. So probiotics are living bacteria. And while you can take um, probiotic supplements, I recommend probiotic foods as well as prebiotic foods to get that lovely balance going. So when we think about probiotic foods, we're thinking fermented foods. So that might be sauerkraut or live yogurt or miso or kefir, all of those as part of your, your diet. And what I would say about prebiotics or probiotic foods all fibre is that if you don't have a lot of them to start with, it's worthwhile increasing them slowly. So don't go health forever with them. Increase slowly in your diet. Drink plenty of water while your body gets used to that, that shift in an increase in fibre. Thank you so much for those. So eat the rainbow, eat more yep. fibre because your gut's your second brain and prebiotics and start slowly. Thank yes. you so much. I wish we had longer to chat. It's fascinating. <laughs> now, how can we find you? You can find me on my website, saliapellegrini.com. You can find me on Instagram, saliapellegrini underscore nutrition. And you can email me, salia at saliapellegrini.com. I also have a free private Facebook group for Knackered Mums, the Nourish Mum Meetup. So if any mums want some more health tips or mum health tips, come and join us there. Thank you so much. Do you know what? I feel so zingy and excited already. I can't wait to give all of these again. Go. Pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Nikki.